Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. And that soul feeling sounds a little off right yeah, now. Yeah, you know we need that, that Kobe. We need that Kobe with that, that little soft. soft. Yeah. Soul she feeling. She's harmonizing us together. <laughs> Kobe right now is off in Colorado being a boss. Uh, so we have a guest with us, a very special guest, Trey Hodge. Woo! But anyways, I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. I'm Trey. So Trey, we've been knowing him for like a long ass time. Yeah. But luckily, God is so good that our divine friendship yes. since high school, since junior high, has still been flourishing. Because I don't get when people be like, I'm not friends with people from high school. I'm like, I'm friends with all my friends no. from high school. Like, I think it's just the same. Yes, yeah. right. It is. Yeah, like, it really when is. When you really think about it, we were we were privileged enough to meet yes, really great other So even those of you all out there listening and may not know that Tiffany and I, we go back since back. our friendship started in middle school. <laughs> yes. And so did Trey's. And mm-hmm. we have him on the show today. We all did meet in middle school, junior yeah. high, at yes. exact. So it's like lifelong friends. We live. From junior high, went to high school together. All three of us, literally, like the same <laughs> schools throughout the entire the time, even though they split us. So, exactly. yeah, wow. wow. I, I, I was thinking about that. I was like, dang, God, really? Like, this is some real divine stuff. Like, I, if I would, I wouldn't have known that Jasmine and Kobe and Deborah were gonna be my best friends, like, and business partners, and then right. Trey was gonna be still in our lives, Many and he's doing ago. amazing things in the community. It's just like. Divine, and we're all working together now. It's just that's some divine stuff, and thank you, God. Yeah, just thank, thank you. God. I really thank think we're God. very fortunate because that high school time is very important. Yes. So we were able to grow together. You know, some people did other things, drugs, mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff, but we had a core group, Definitely. and we all was on the same mindset. We was, you know, we wasn't right. tripping on other stuff. So. We were, we yeah. were, the, we were okay with being weird. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very weird. We're too okay with being weird. And I just, like, we wasn't worried about trying to be cool. We were just right. being ourselves. And, yes. Y'all and were, we didn't even see it as weird. We just saw it as having fun. I thought having we fun. Were weird. I didn't think we were weird. We were weird. Y'all think about it. We used to be lit. We used to have house parties at the house yeah. in the hot tub, the jacuzzi. Like we would all meet at um the pool. We would go to Challenger. Play basketball. Play basketball. Like we had a lit ass life. Challenger day. Yes. Challenger they day. took the dang hoops yeah. off the dang goals. Wow. Now they have them up, but they're like really low. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So but uh, y'all about to know that my nephew about to be cold in these streets because we out there. Okay. Yes, honey. <laughs> but anyways, Trey, we had to tell y'all about the backstory. Trey's doing amazing, wonderful things in the community. Just tell them about yourself. Just tell them all that you're doing. We're so proud of you. Yeah. Uh, so once again, my name is Trey Hodge. Matter of fact, I'm going to use my first name. My name is Miller Trey Hodge. Hey. Um, just throwing that, out, throwing that out there for legacy purposes. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I am... Uh, right now, I am 26 years old. I, uh, I mean, I'm married, you know, to Woo! a beautiful woman. Shout out, my shouty. Love you, know. Yes, Logan, we love you. Uh, yes, Logan, you're amazing. Y'all yeah, are sure. amazing. <laughs> but um, yeah, so right now I have a, a company called Uplift and Outreach, um, and what we are here to do is basically help people find their purpose and their God-given potential uh, and maximize on it. And also, what I'm doing is I'm teaching my program in the Boys and Girls Club, Galena Park, and a few other locations as well, talking about entrepreneurship because I believe it's very important. And I believe that can help reset our communities and build it from the ground up. So, 
just doing a few things, you know, just trying to change the world, something like. No, yeah. you know, something little light, something little yeah. slight, you know. And I just love that you say change the world because sometimes I be tweeting out that like oh, I'm just going to worry about to change the world. And I was like, I hope people don't think I'm vain, but I'm really out here trying to change the world. Right? And you, we are doing it. You're yes. doing it. We're actually living, doing it. Like, you never know how far your seed will go. That's why it's a seed, wow, Trey. Come on. Don't even get me started on seeds, because y'all know how I feel about flowers and Girl. fruit. But anyways. Lovely. I'm so glad that you were talking about how to build a community through you. First off, if you need to book Trey, we're just going to get this off oh, right yeah. now. Yes. Let us, let let the people know like how they can reach you because after this podcast they're gonna be like how can i get him to teach this program with my students oh, yes, absolutely. yes absolutely so you can easily email me at uplift and outreach at gmail.com um or you can literally go to my facebook page or my uh, instagram page and just dm me uh, don't worry my wife does check my dm so, uh, it ain't gonna be none of that <laughs> but yeah you can feel free to book me I love um you know we can talk about a few things see where your direction with the kids that you want to go and i just want to be that vessel to help them out so yeah uplift and outreach at gmail.com and also instagram and facebook Yes. Yes. I love it. So today we're talking about living black. And the reason why I picked this topic because y'all, I think I told y'all this in the last podcast, how just passionate I was when I was listening to this Killer Mike interview on The Breakfast Club. Mm. So I went ahead and watched the Trigger Warning on Netflix. The first episode, the first two episodes really got to me. And basically Killer Mike went out and he tried to live totally black like just buying from black people mm. um, to get through everyday life and it made me like super sad because he couldn't do a lot of things he couldn't drive he barely could eat he could like <laughs> mm. he couldn't even smoke weed i'm not condoning smoking but do what you do but watch like my shoes. black owned but weed dispensaries like well, he could black owned people that grow to actually mm. grow yeah. it oh wow and so it just made me think cuz i i really just want our community to thrive more. Mm -hmm. And so Whew. I'm at like, I have a lot of hope and I have a lot of ideas. And I just feel like we should talk about how we can better support each other. Mm -hmm. mm. I get a little hyped about this stuff. So the first thing, to me, the first thing that you have to figure out in order to fix something is you have to find out what caused the problem. Mm -hmm. Like what was the source of the problem? How did it start, right? Now, um, one thing I know is the black dollars in the community for six hours. I think they mm -hmm. actually said that. Yeah, six hours. only yeah. six hours. Yeah. In other communities, it's in there for 23 days, 24 days, or even longer. So wow. what that basically means is people that don't live in our communities, they basically set up businesses in our communities. Mm -hmm. We go to their place of businesses we uh buy them where the consumer so we buy from them and then they go take mm -hmm. that money and put it in their community so they're basically mm -hmm. robbing our community mm -hmm. and taking it to build theirs so right. the main thing that we have to do is rebuild our community build entrepreneurs in our communities so our people can go to our businesses and we can continue to circulate the money in the community so mm, right that's for me but the lot of the complaint is that we're so far back and i don't i don't I understand and I understand. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's two things. So we built this country, slavery, mm -hmm. you know, work for free. That's how capitalism started. Mm -hmm. You know, they, mm -hmm. they used us to build a country. That's why white people are white privileged mm -hmm. right now. Also, like, yes. the, the whole mental 
the mental beating that we had to go through through slavery, through Jim Crow, through you know hangings. Like mm. it's yeah. it's the it's real. Like people so through uh, mass incarceration, which is happening right now, right through now. being killed in the streets, through pe- people putting drugs in our um, putting drugs in our communities, mm-hmm. through taking funding out of our schools, through mm. even the desegregation. Through it all. But though we still rise, <laughs> you know, so there's a lot of social constructs that keep us from thriving as, well, we still thrive, but there's a lot of stuff that's holding us back to why, why the dollar is in there for only six hours a day. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's just like, okay, knowing all this, what are we going to do now? Mm-hmm. I think it kind of goes back to, and it goes back to the, what Trey actually started off by saying, he's thinking about legacy mm-hmm. and how Tiffany was like, this was before the podcast, we was even talking about legacy. When black people, we start thinking about legacy and not just the now and thinking about for the legacy, you may have to sacrifice sometimes. Mm-hmm. For the legacy, I may not be able to go and just act off emotions. Because mm-hmm. yes, because a lot of these vices you just mentioned, because think about it, black people, I'm sorry, as a people, we do go through just a lot, a little more, being honest. Not Maybe a little, a, little more, a lot a more, little, actually. Yeah. A hell of a lot more, <laughs> if you want to be real. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, we go through so much more. Like, no, yeah, fuck that. We go through so much stuff. Like, and it's crazy because if you really just think about it, any other person that would go through this is like, would they really be able to survive? Mm-hmm. But, okay, we're still out here. We're going through all of this. We're still trying to survive. And then we still have to think about building a legacy at the same time. And it's like, okay, I'm on survival mode. Mm-hmm. A lot so of people are on survival mode. A lot of us as a culture, now maybe not you and yeah. I, and, yes, and the people, exactly. our peers that we grew up around, because yes, we did grow up in Pearland in the suburbs. But mm-hmm. me personally, I'm from the the hood and the, the struggle. Like I, my mm-hmm. two parents that birthed me are were born and raised. I was born there. I was just privileged enough. My dad's baby sister moved down here that had enough money and she built a family in, in a parentland and i was privileged enough for her to, to experience this life but because that very much could have been my reality mm-hmm. and so i really connect with this i mean that's important oh. to to be able to feel that because that emotion is basically going to cause change Yes. That's what you have to think about. When you see that other people are feeling a certain way about their community and people that they want to see do better, emotion comes out. And next thing from emotion is change. That's really what's no, next. So what we just is. have to take action. We have to take action. And the reason why I ask all those questions, and not to say like <laughs> to give us some excuse, but to help people understand this is why we are where we are. And I, I want to even say, like, congratulations to us because even though we put, there's been all these these obstacles in our way, I really feel like us as a people are so strong that it's like nothing anyone could do mm-hmm. that could stop us from still thriving. Like, they tried. <laughs> you know, they tried everything. Yeah, we're still here. We're still thriving. We're still making podcasts. We're still going out and, and teaching. But what I want us to do as a community, we've seen that, the black dollar can stay mm. through, even though it was through segregation, 
we had our own doctors. We had our own dentists. We had our own lawyers. We had our own fire stations. We had our own police stations. We had everything. We had our everything that we needed. Killer Mike would have been good forever, yeah. <laughs> you know, during uh, segregated times. And though, you know, we don't have to be segregated anymore, we can still look back and use that concept to 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 manifest this um, Wakanda almost <laughs> again. And, it, and it's not to say, like, but this time, it won't only be black people mm. eating from us. Mm. It'll be everyone, white mm. people, Asians, Indians, whoever wants to come and support yes. our amazing businesses, they'll come. And we see this in the community already. There's a lot... Like Green Seed Vegan hmm. up the street in Houston, Texas. Um, Soul Food Vegan. Mm-hmm. Y'all know all the vegan spots. Sunshines, <laughs> Reggae Hut, The Breakfast Club. It's not only black people, though there's a lot. There's people like of all colors. And yes. so what we have to understand is we have to do our due diligence to make sure that we are supporting those as well. Like intentionally supporting. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm talking about. Okay, for example... Now we're all in jobs. Some of our jobs require us requires us getting budgets, like handling budgets and stuff like that. Some of our jobs requiring us hiring people. Mm-hmm. And so when you are in position to help your people, don't feel that black guilt that a lot of us feel like, oh, you're right. just gonna hire someone because they black. Mm. <laughs> I'm not I'm going to give them the opportunity to interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Because you want to help some people that look like you. Yes. I mean, that's innate. That's yes. innate. When people are like-minded, they automatically come together. They so, do. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you see somebody that looks like you, you're automatically going to want to help them because you have similarities. Yes, you want them to survive. And if who, if not you, hmm. then who? Exactly. Though, though a lot of times we, we say it, and other cultures don't like they're doing it anyway. So it's like exactly. For example, I remember back in the day when I used to work at this other nonprofit. Me and homeboy, he's Asian, and we went out to eat. And so he took me to this Asian restaurant in like Chinatown. So mm-hmm. we eating cool, cool, cool. You know, we eat lunch together. All right, boom. Next time we go out to eat, I'm like, let me take you to where we should eat this time i took them to reggae like like, dang this is good i'm like (laughs) yes and so we have to be intentional about you know where we're going because he's going to take me to chinatown and i'm going to take him to a black owned restaurant and there's nothing wrong with that because we're looking out for each other's cultures and then you know i'm sure he'll be back to that place and i (laughs) might be back to that place too (laughs) but you know it's just like being intentional about intentional about where we where we're going, where we're eating and stuff like that. Even like little bitty things. But what I was gonna say about, you know, like budgeting and, and stuff like that, because right now I'm just in a place where I'm able to um to write grants and get budgets and be able to split up those budgets. And you best believe of course I look at Amazon and stuff for like the cheapest things, but when there comes stuff like journals, mm. um financial aid books, mm. um jewelry that we need for the, the kids, I'm intentionally looking for where can i spend this money to go to a black person yes not only not because they're only black because their product is good Mm -hmm. i have the money and also i know in the back of my mind if i spend with them then they're probably more likely to spend within the black community too Mm -hmm. so say i buy something i buy you have a book out or you have a journal out with through up or you have shirts out through uh, uplift and outreach I'm like, oh, I need some motivational journals. Boom, Trey. Trey is more likely to go back out 
and then pour into the black community again with his dollar. That's mm. why it's like, okay, it's like, okay, what's that going to do? It's going to circulate because y'all are helping each other out. And exactly. it's just like, and even when it comes to hiring, okay, sure, somebody might not have the, might, maybe not meet all the requirements, you know? Mm-hmm. But you see they went to like PV, you see them went to TSU, you see they went to Howard. Best mm-hmm. believe, you know, other coaches are doing this. It's like, let me at least give them a shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let me at least tell them if I know how to get to them, like, tell them what they need for the interview. <laughs> right. You know? Well, one thing I think about, because I think about a lot of things in, in like minor detail. I feel like that, that, that will help, but that won't cure this entire thing. Right. Because I believe it starts with philosophy. Because okay. your thinking your thinking starts your actions. Hmm. So if people don't think that they're kings and queens, if people don't think themselves as higher or royalty, not higher than anybody else, but higher of themselves, hmm. then they will say, okay, since I'm a king, I'm, I rule this earth. God put me on this earth to have dominion. So I need to have mm. dominion over some of these things. So let me go read a book. I'm motivated to read a book. Instead right. of just mm-hmm. throwing a book in my face, You mm. at first you just like, because I know in high school, my high school, four years, I read one book on my own. But mm. it wasn't until yeah. that I found out that Ooh. I was here for a greater purpose that I started to say, okay, let me manifest this. Let me let mm. me read so I can learn this, so I can better myself. Hmm. So it starts first, I believe it starts with philosophy. We have to change the minds of our people, basically telling them, look, you are a king. No matter what people say you look like, no matter your skin, mm-hmm. you have to know your skin is golden. Your skin hmm. is blessed. Adam, the name Adam means red clay. So we are one of the, we are among the first. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. And in Hebrew, the word Adam is red clay wow. or red dirt. That so, makes so much sense now. Exactly. Hmm. It's crazy. So we have to know, we have to have some type of knowledge about ourselves, basically saying, hey, no matter what anybody tells me, my black is beautiful. I am beautiful. And once you start to internalize that, then that will start to flow outside. And then you start to say, okay, who can I help? How can mm-hmm. I help other people? Mm-hmm. I have to help myself first. So you start to read things yourself. You start to invest into yourself. You spend money on yourself, not clothes, not mm-hmm. jewelry. You spend money on, to, on yourself to bring your value up. And when mm. you bring your value up, just like these ladies, then you're able to give back to people and pour back into right. people. And that's when they it's start to absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's and that's when they start to buy from you, and they not just buy from you, but they start to invest in you because they see that you've invested into Ooh, them, yourself. and you invested into yourself. That's facts, and that's facts for sure. You never know how far your seed goes. That's mm. so true because I, I had to say that again. It's so true because I just love where we're at right now in Houston. Mm-hmm. It's oh, just yeah. like I've seen oh, yeah. and know so many creative people that really just are pure-hearted people, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's so crazy because I was thinking about this today when I was reaching out to Soul. Shout out to Son of Love Shout because out. it was two, three years ago. I was going, I was trying to find his number through our DMs. Mm. I couldn't find it, but I went all the way back. And I remember I asked him, you know, one day I want you to perform at Inspire, at Inspire Fires. Remember wow, I was telling you that? Uh, Inspire yes. Fire Summer Camp or uh, whatever our summer series was back in the day. Never got to do that. But then, lo and behold, in November, he, he was, was performing, performing at, and Soul I forgot that we even asked podcast. him like wow. years and years ago. And wow. he performed that Soul Filling podcast. And now we're all good friends and stuff like that. But anyways... That's I don't know where. <laughs> let's just go where wherever Jasmine was saying. But I'm just talking about you. Were like you're saying, um, investing and in supporting others, and they'll invest in you, and you'll invest back. Like we we think about those things. Like 
I'd be like, oh, wow, y'all really came out and supported me. Like, what can I do to support you? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and vice versa. And you can only do that when you're whole. Yes. You can't give unto somebody when you're not full. Mm. You have to give You have to give <laughs> when you're full. Yes. Seriously. And that's what I feel like is part of the problem is we're not full. And we're not, that's why we can't give because, like, like, man, you want me to give how much? How much is this event? I ain't got food on right. the real, table, right? Right. right? So you have to supply yourself first. Yes, that is so that's because because think about it. If a lot of people, black people, are living in survival mode by getting changing the mentality of just not thinking that you this is the only way of life, mm-hmm. like first, and that's gonna take some time yes. to break that. That yeah. is gonna take some time to thinking like, hey, it's okay to not. Um, you don't have to stay out all night long. You can go to bed early so that you can wake up and be more productive in the morning. Mm-hmm. Just breaking a simple habit like that. Just like, hey, no, no. And, and they're like, no, I got to get it. I got to stay up. I got to hustle. Mm-hmm. Like, you think you got to do so much when it's like, you got to change that mentality. Work. I don't like to say work smarter, work harder. I like to say work more divine. Because right. when you are in divine alignment and right. God is guiding That's you. It. When God is guiding. And it's, so it's like. We got our people not thinking this right now. Like yeah. on a on a vast number on a mass number, mm-hmm. it's like that mentality. And then it will then get you to look at yourself because you was able to pull yourself up. You were able to, you know, do better for yourself. Then you wanna help the next person. You genuinely wanna You practice. wanna tell them everything you learned. Like yes. look, look, look. This is what I learned. Yes. And that's why going back to the Killer Mike interview um, on The Breakfast Club, when he said that's just like all coaches do it. Going back and you were talking mm-hmm. about this, like it's okay to want to 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 hire someone because you're in a position of, of, because think about it. When you were in that position, what if someone wouldn't have hired you and took and gave you like just that, put you in that opportunity that could even shift your whole lifestyle mm-hmm. around. And that's called, he said, uh, Killer Mike said in the interview, that's called nepotism and mm-hmm. all cultures do it. That's just, that's the, the prime and the example or the, the epitome of uh, apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. Actually taking someone under your wing. Like, yes, they may not know it all right now, but they are motivated enough. They're ambitious enough. And they had that, that teachability they, that, that they want to adapt to change. And I got this from some, uh, I'm not still in a nugget, but I can't remember. It's like, a, I don't remember. But, <laughs> uh, but in an interview a while ago. And so, but when you allow that person to, to just just because you are in a place of power and you take a chance on someone of course not just any random person but mm-hmm. someone that has that motivation ambition and and and, and that drive behind them and you you see they have purpose because you can see and it well everyone have purpose they do. but it's, it's and they're trying to live yeah. and act in that purpose put action behind that purpose and you know you can help give them develop skills in them that can pro- ultimately show shift their life around in ways that they will never go back to where they once were. And so it's just like, why not practice that? Why not give the, it's like, and, and then he gave an example of on the interview of how a woman was selling her house and she had been having buyers <laughs> come to her. And at the time, a lot of the buyers, they were white. This was a black person selling their house. And she was just like, she, but the moment that Angela Yee was yeah, it. Yeah, Angela Yee, she's yeah. like, she's been wanting to sell to a black person mm-hmm. yes angelie came and said like hey i want to well came in put in her offer and the lady was like instantly yeah like if she had been thinking about it that offer for weeks debating with the contractors for weeks because it, and i don't know if charlamagne said this or if it was uh mike uh killer mike that said this but he was like 
she know how hard she had to work to get mm-hmm. that house. Like black people, we know how hard one another have to work to get a job. Yeah. To to work to get a good job, to work to get um a house, <laughs> any at monetary value we know the struggle that we have to so why not if you're in a position to help one of your fellow brothers and sisters why not like make take a little load off their back not trying to give no handouts if people no, ain't qualified yeah, yeah, yeah. People, yeah like not I, and, and I and i hate that because i hate when black people be like you ain't gonna look out for a brother well if the brother or the sister <laughs> out for is, is yes <laughs> it all starts with that self like mm-hmm. when you you take the initiative to, to say i don't want to <laughs> live my life like this and you get on a daily practice and you actually putting forth the effort towards your life not just moping around and, and wishing somebody give you something but if you're going after it and someone's see that drive that fire that passion behind what you're doing and you're being consistent with it you have product to show for it like it's we can back it back what you're doing by your actions that you're doing right now so then why not why not practice and 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 help out the next person it's just being intentional you have a better chance of being hired by a black person if you're a black person and 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 i'll just tell you this like i go into different agencies and there was this one agency i went to it was it was owned actually by a Hispanic trans person. Mm. She was a, like, she, I didn't even have a clue that she did this, but when I was walking, they were giving us a tour. Everyone in that place was Hispanic. Wow. Every single person, wow. not one black person. No, nobody. It was the, it was everyone who was, who was Hispanic. And I'm like, I get it. <laughs> okay, look out for get get your people employed because those people are gonna be more likely to help your people. There's exactly. nothing wrong with that. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with black people helping everyone else, but sometimes I feel like we help <laughs> help too much to, to everyone <laughs> else. True. We're very moral, we're like trying to help everyone, you know. I know, because mm-hmm. we're like we don't wanna leave anyone out, but everyone leaves us out. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying get that black guilt off of you and say it's okay to directly help the black community yeah. mm-hmm. and it's how okay. many how many times have you heard a indian person or a white person say um don't marry outside of your race all the time that that happens all the time every day you know but then when we say we want to empower our black people mm-hmm. it's a problem you know right and always it's like oh always yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so it's like what's funny i i don't i'm I'm going to try not to go too deep on it, but I actually started to look some things up on why we're treated the way that we are. Because in certain ways, because there aren't so many people on a broad scale and so many black people in power, we have to sometimes go to white people and these Mm -hmm. other people in order Mm -hmm. to level up. It's just facts. So my question is, why do certain people, why do different races look look at us in a certain way? And I did my history. I found out that long ago, back in the Greek and Roman days, basically, to make it plain and simple, the Roman had a philosophy in their mindset, basically, um, you were a level above regular human if you had certain characteristics. Hmm. And this is actually in their... Like in their physical characteristics? Physical characteristics. Oh. So, blonde hair, blue eyes, pointy nose, um, you were considered a leader above class. And this is before they, they even uh, colonized um, Africa. So it was mm. different people, different shades. So it was of like racism against their own culture. Yeah. Because it was like, yeah, you could be white, but if your nose not pointing, you're not a leader. Absolutely. So like, yeah. why though? You know that's, why? Well, that's just their thinking. Because the, the Greek were the thinkers, the Romans were the fighters. 
Roman came and captured and colonized the Greek. They took mm. everything, destroyed everything but their library. Wow. So the Romans had the Greek mindset, <gasps> but the Roman like physical. Yeah, phys- so they overpowered. They overpowered them. everything, right? Ooh, and so deep. that actually went into um, a, a fast forward a little bit. They were they started to colonize different areas, and they were looking for people to enslave basically, or people to, to work for them, right, mm. and build. So when they went over to Africa, I think the pl- first place they visit was the Portuguese. Now, let me back up. Caesar is not, Caesar is a title. Mm-hmm. It, it means their God, right? Mm. And all their gods were like crazy. They were tripping. <laughs> seven, I think they said seven out of 11 were homosexuals, and their yeah. favorite thing their favorite hobbies was little boys or they liked oh, to engage wow. in little boys so they were all corrupt right Damn. and these caesars created a certain type of uh like mindset and they threw that onto the people like i said the pointy nose blonde hair blue wow. eyes all that and they said that you were also a leader if you were very charismatic basically mm-hmm. if you if you spoke well blah blah, blah you were considered a leader mm-hmm. so when they went to africa or they went to um Portuguese, they saw dark skin, Hmm. big nose, uh, black hair, people that didn't speak the same way with them. Their mindset was, wow, the gods have blessed us today. The gods have blessed us. So in their mind, the reason why people treat us the the way that they do is because they never seen us as equal to them. They saw us as lower than them. That legacy was passed on forever. Exactly. So that's why... Wow. When it comes to talking to our black people and trying to get them to prove to white people that we are level to them, that's not going to work for the white people. What we have to do is build within ourselves. Mm-hmm. Hey, we are up here. We are up here. Mm-hmm. And we come to them on that level. We empower our people. We empower our communities. And we get strong as them. Not in the sense of trying to fight because that's not the purpose of this. We're mm-hmm. trying to be looked at as equal. So we have to build our inside, build our mentality mm-hmm. of not a slave as equal to them no matter how I look. And I have the power behind me to back it. What you going to do? And mm-hmm. now that's when they're going to say. Yeah. And that's when they say, all right, let's work. Let's work together on some things because I see you have this back power. We have this back power. We can empower each other. So Brilliant. I actually it's studied that. It's, it, it's all about the mindset. It's all about the mindset. It's all about the mindset. But that's why it's so, por- so important for us to do our part. And it's, it's so big to me. It's because like sometimes you get overwhelmed like, dang. I, I see this problem and I just want to fix it. I want to change the world. And sometimes it seems so overbearing, so overwhelming. Like, can I really? Can I really? But if everyone actually does exactly what God puts in their heart, he's not putting it in your heart for no reason. So mm-hmm. if there's, he's telling you to write that song, do that poem, go talk mm-hmm. to these kids, be in this, um, work for this nonprofit to mm-hmm. help. You, you do it. And those little bitty things that you're doing is going to shape and it's going to help the next generation and the next generation. Mm-hmm. And so we could help since we now know, we don't know everything, but we, as we're learning, we have to give back to mm-hmm. the community to help them build as well. So that's why I love so much what you're doing, what the Writer's Block is doing, what Black Market is doing. All these people out in Houston <laughs> killing it. Killing it. It's going back y'all. to the children and telling them, calling them queens, calling mm-hmm. them kings to mm-hmm. let them know 
who they really are because if they don't know they don't have any purpose and if they don't have any purpose they don't have any mindset to live mm. so it's just like my brother told me that so anyways <laughs> uh, you know you have to give these kids and even adults you know purpose so purpose. they have the will to live and carry on a legacy generations and generations mm. and that way they're going to want to pour back into us as well exactly mm. exactly it just keeps it all goes back to the bible and how I always yeah. talk about how my mom speaks life into me. Mm-hmm. When I say it, it works. I mean, the power of life and death is in the tongue. Mm-hmm. And I always tell y'all, like, she's told me and my brother when we were younger, mm-hmm. we will be great in the land. We are ahead and not to tell, above only and not beneath. We are lenders and not borrow, borrow, borrowers. Mm-hmm. And so if people don't have their parents to tell them that, mm-hmm. we have to be we their parents. To to, yeah, we have to be those people to Ooh. step up and tell them for our for the next generation. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of seeds, because think about it, when you plant as many seeds as we can plant, it's never too many people doing good work. Because imagine never. Up, uplifting our reach, go out there, plant some seeds, sow feeling, plant some seeds, writer block, plant some seeds, sow mm-hmm. plant some seeds, sow mm-hmm. be planting these seeds. It's like the more seeds you plant, then that's the more generations like that's gonna go and they're gonna take that and pass that on imagine if every black family every black parent in this whole earth was telling their child that you are not the lender you are not a lender you i mean you are a lender you're not a borrower you're ahead and you're not the till you're above and not beneath like every single day you just speaking that into the next generation they have no choice but to be confident and Mm -hmm. then all of that mentality shift that we're trying to do is done because it's done right there in our house right instead of because sometimes and we look we see a black people they don't speak to the youth well they call their children call all kind of names and i've seen it i've seen it nappy oh you black, black, black ass like, and oh it's just disgusting we've already i mean we probably done it on accident yeah. you know you know we didn't know, we just <laughs> didn't know. And, and it goes back to self-love so yeah, it goes love. back to that and since you were talking about that that's why it's important to have a foundation. That's why it's foundation. important that your mom had that foundation of the Bible in you because yes. I get a lot of my principles from the Bible. Yes. Uh, when two or more come together, good things happen. Yes. Uh, things happen. Um, we were created to have dominion over the world. Yes. Um, given it shall be given. All these oh, different that's foundations. Nice. That's, nice. that's oh, why nice. it's important. You cannot... Th- Sometimes it baffles me when people say, you know, I'm a king. I'm, you know, I'm my own God and blah, blah, blah. I think I just think about what I want to do and I go do it. Yes, to a certain extent. But what about those uncontrollables? What about those things that you cannot control? You have to have somebody higher and above that you go to 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 say, all right, God, I look, I can't handle this on my own. Look, this pain is too much for me. You need to take this. You said that I was here to have dominion over the world, so I need you to take this. And I'm going to just go work. I'm going to do what you told me mm-hmm. to do, but I need you to take care of this now. And you can talk to God like that because God, <laughs> like literally, you can talk to God like that because that's what he wants of us. So he has to back what he said. God mm-hmm. that God is not a God that some that lies. God is not a God that lies. Mm-hmm. So he has to back what he says. So you need has to go to. manifest it. Yes, his word never returns void, God. Build that foundation. And when I say yes to everything you just said, because I, I said this in the live podcast in November, but I was telling y'all about those panic attacks I was having. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I was so freaking scared. I never had this mind stuff in like I was scared. I thought I was going to die every single day. I was having panic attacks every single day. Every, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything by myself. I couldn't drive, you know, unless I was on the phone with someone else. And when my mom spoke 
come up to my bedroom and she prayed over me and she I woke up in the morning and I was free I didn't yeah. know what I could do I tried meditating <laughs> I tried speaking life into myself I, I tried everything affirmations everything. everything and not saying that didn't didn't help it did but there is not that's all I could do within myself mm-hmm. that's all I could do mm-hmm. when These my mom like self self you know I could just do what I could but when God came in the mix God. and my mom prayed and over me more. yeah the two or more come together. We both were going through something. We both woke up, woke up in the morning like free. And I have not even had nothing. I haven't, even have, I haven't felt anything since. Exactly. Hey, Manny, you were never. And so, <laughs> and if it does come up, I know I know my, what my weapon is now. I'm like, I'll rebuke that again in the name of Jesus. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> and I did the same you thing know? when my parents divorced. Because I grew up in a family of... Like, a family that prays together, stays together, this, this, and that, and just Mm -hmm. go to God. And then all of a sudden, my parents divorced after 25 years. Like, Mm -hmm. I got in a different mindset. I was like, I don't know what happened. Like, people would ask me, hey, Trey, do you want to go out next week? Like, go, you know, go to a party, whatever. I'd be like, man, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Because you never know what's going to happen. Like, I would literally tell people Mm -hmm. that. And I got depressed in that. And I just the same thing with you. I had to go to God because... That was self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to someone above me really? where he took all that pain, he took all that depression from me, and I just had to work. Yeah. I had to put it on him, cash your cares onto him. Yeah, so that's why it's so important. It's, it's so, so important to have that. It's so important. And then when you start that. looking at the miracles of your life, you start, just like you said, we were asking before the podcast started, we were like, how'd you get into these schools? How'd you get into this church? He mm-hmm. was like, God. And I resonated with that so much because there's things, I think I know how my life is going to go. Mm-hmm. But when I say, I didn't, can't even dream up Soul Filling Podcast. <laughs> can't even dream up my job. I can't even dream up this divine friendship. So when I say it's nothing but God, nothing but. God I, I mean, I thought I was going to be like, Oprah, sure, and I probably still will be. But probably. Oprah, <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, Oprah? <laughs> this, this is Tiffany Malone. <laughs> Oprah, like Oprah, we God bless you. You I know, know you good, Oprah, but <laughs> Tiffany, like, come on now. But what I'm saying is, so it's like <laughs> what I can't. It's like it's the unexplainables that brought me to where I am at today, and it's just like, girl, what you talking about? You just on your couch, your soul filling podcast. Y'all don't understand the joy and peace and the love and the divine that's in my heart. Mm. And I wake up every day happy. You don't understand that I go to my nine to five. I work a nine to five and I am happy every single day. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to be at work. I'm, I'm elated. But <laughs> so it's just like, and this is stuff that I could have never even come up with on mm. my own. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, when you say, how'd you get there? God. That's God. it. I didn't God. plan none of it. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say, I like to give practicals because it's it's one thing to talk and talk about the spiritualities and we need that. But mm-hmm. I like to go into exactly what steps can be taken. And actually, uh, I saw the video that was on your uh, like your flashbacks on Facebook uh-huh. and y'all were just starting Inspire Fire. I think it was like in yeah. 2016 or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. And just to see your progress from, from there to here mm-hmm. is amazing. And one thing I'll tell you is... All you have to do is take the first step. That's the first. If you just take the first step, then the next step is easier. Then the mm-hmm. next step is easier. And things mm-hmm. are going to come along your way. When I teach about uh, entrepreneurship, a lot of people say, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Or I don't know mm. what entrepreneur I need to be. When I say, this is what I teach people. You have to understand you a little bit. You have to ask mm-hmm. yourself, what do I like? What mm-hmm. do I enjoy? Yes. What do I hate? 
And then you have to define why you feel that way about that thing. You mm. never know how to maximize the full potential of anything until you know what it is and why it was created. Ooh. You never can maximize the potential of that. So once you do that, then you, can, <laughs> then you can go into setting goals and working to accomplish that goal. You wow. have to find a problem in that thing and then start working towards a solution. Then That's you just got to make the first step. You make the first step, and then the next step is going to come. How did So you went from Inspire Fire, then you went to Soul Feeling. So right. it's just progress. You was out we there did. working. An idea came. Bam, let's go do this. Right. Idea came. Bam, let's do this. And that's just how God pours into your life. Once right. he sees you working and uh, working and flowing in your purpose, he's like, look, I'm just trying to get you up to here. So I'm going to throw this at you, throw this at you. You pick what you want to do, and you just go along the way. Right. So, and it's crazy because it's like sometimes you think your ideas are too crazy. And it's just like, but then God keeps putting it in your heart yes. over yes. and over again. Like you can feel it in your soul. It's like, okay, <laughs> I'm over here choked up on the street, like all passionate. It's like, okay, I guess, I guess I should do this. Like I've been told you to do this like forever ago. Just do it. And it's just like, what is that reoccurring passion? When somebody's talking about something and you feel something in your heart, like, oh, I need to do something then you need to do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And do it, like you said, one step at a time. You might have this, mm, thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you might have this grandiose picture and that might, looking at that whole picture may seem like overwhelming, which will stop you from starting. Mm -hmm. So if you just take that one step, like you said. Yeah, you just got to break it down. And that's, I'm going to plug my, my stuff in. The buy sell theory. We also talk about setting goals. You have to set goals. You have to break it down. And a part of setting goals is an acronym called SMART. Specific, mm -hmm. measurable, actionable, uh, relevant, and timely. On actionable, you're going to list each thing that you need to do in order to accomplish the goal. Hmm. So you may have a big goal, but you can take small action steps that's going to lead up to that big goal. Hmm. And all you got to do is just take that first step, like I said. So. Dang. Whoa. I'm just so happy you're my friend. <laughs> like, I'm just blessed. You know, sir. Just trying to build a legacy. You know, change the world. Something small. Something slight. You know, we all need to change the world. <laughs> but I want to go. It was something Trey said along, like, 20 minutes ago, but he was talking about investing in himself uh -huh. and then being being so full and then the exchange come between people. Mm -hmm. And I know I probably said this, but y'all don't listen to all podcasts. I don't know. Right. Girl, do. say it again. So at Howard University, it's like everybody was like, network, network, network. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know how to talk to people and not be organic. Like, no. I don't know what, how that, what is networking like? I just feel like I'm trying to take, take, take. Mm. It wasn't until after college when we started Inspire Fire and Soul Filling and pouring into ourselves that it wasn't even much even networking. I was just keep meeting like-minded people to yes. exchange ideas with who I wanted to help. Mm -hmm. Essentially, that's networking. But mm. first, I had to, like you said, invest we had to invest in ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, just based off of something that we saw and need in the community. Absolutely. And then the network came organically and right. divinely. And so it's just like, if you're, we're like, we're like me in college, like <laughs> what is networking? <laughs> it's just like, you have to build yourself up first and then you'll understand. And it's just, it's just organic right. thing. It is. Yes. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I used to struggle, struggle, struggle with the term networking. Like, I just felt like it was forced. Mm -hmm. You just go and passing out a whole bunch of business cards right. and getting a whole bunch of business cards that essentially sometimes you never, being honest, don't look at again. Never. And so I was like, well, I when I was reading a book, and I don't know if this was the um, seven highly effective 
habits of the influential people, but or it could have been another book. But if I'm not mistaken, it basically said when you're trying to build a network, I mean, when you are networking and you're trying to build your network, don't actually look at it as a business relationship. Yes. Look at it as you're trying to make a friend. Like at a, think about when we were in in, in, in elementary school, and yeah, yeah. you go to a table and you because you like someone's hair. Or you like their lunchbox because y'all both like the same TV show. It can be as simple as that. And when we're networking, hey, I, I like your whatever. How long you been growing your locks? And then next thing you know, y'all have a whole competition. Of, I mean, conversation <laughs> about different lock gels y'all use. And then, oh, by the way, what do you do? And yeah. it's like, now I really care what you Genuine. do. Genuinely. You know what's crazy? I'm going to tell y'all how I got into Galena Park High School. So it was at Toby's, uh, at Toby's concert. Wow. Yeah, literally. So, wow. so Logan and I were looking for somewhere to park. I parked somewhere. I was like, okay, let me make sure it's whatever. I walked up to a guy who was directing traffic. I literally walked up to him, you know, asked him, hey, can we park here? Blah blah. blah. He was like, oh yeah, I think you're good. Blah blah blah. And I, I told him, I was like, bro, do you are you cool with Toby? You look like Toby, mm-hmm. you know, because his complexion. He looked like Toby. He's like, nah, blah blah blah. We started talking. Tell me why he works for a company. Where they counsel students in Galena Park. Oh, right, off the bat. <laughs> right off the bat. So it's literally, like you said, you have to find your purpose first or find something that you truly want to mm. better yourself in, and then you're gonna start meeting like people with it, Ooh. and then that's when it flows. That's then whenever flows. I used to work in my business, I, w- I called you, get, you know, you help me out, <laughs> yep, you help yep, me yep. out, but it didn't flow for me. Like, right. it was forceful to me. Mm. But I can. I can yell on the street, purpose, like, let's go. Yeah. Who want to talk about Like, what, by yourself, yeah. what? Yeah. Sorry. So, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so. That's no, true. that's so true. Yeah. That's so true. So when you have, so those of you out there, when you have an actual purpose, it makes, because networking feels forced when it's not something that's divinely for you. Something mm-hmm. that you have a passion of, of mm-hmm. and you feel like you're living in purpose, and you can really speak it and when you stand behind it you you live in it mm-hmm. you know it to be true and you tested it people have tested living it and you have examples and you have like my life is an example of this yeah like my life is truly mm, an example of soul that. feeling it helps me to be a better person this is therapy i'm I over here crying to y'all like i'm healing breaking chains <laughs> in my life so when i talk about soul feeling it's nothing that like i'm making up it's, yeah. it's, yes it's, it's easy it's organic mm-hmm. it's what i really genuine i can talk about it and you guys like okay that's I know I'm always like, oh, I'm gonna use that for our podcast. Like, yeah, like we be talking to people, like, right, keep talking about your podcast. Yes, and you need to listen exactly. (laughs) So, networking don't feel like networking, it's just feel like having a conversation about something you you love to do because you're flowing in it. And I love that because just going back to like the black community, a lot of us are in survival mode but a lot of us even like listening to rappers and stuff like they're always chasing the money they're chasing the money and stuff like that Mm. but instead of chasing the money chase your purpose and the money Mm. will come Mm. that's all you have to do it's just like it's like a lot of times you know you might have like not so good it's like you might see somebody else doing something like oh they're making money they're doing this they're doing that but it's just like i'm really conscious about that it's like hey tiff you could do that you could do that you could do that like sure, but is that my purpose? Mm-hmm. Like, my is purpose. that gonna make me happy? Sure, I might get some money, but am I gonna consistently do this because I don't really like doing this? Not for like, everybody in What is what is money? Right. Like, <laughs> like I've gotten to a point where like we need money to live, and like I'm I'm I already know my money. I'm gonna be up there. I ain't, I ain't even tripping on it. But no, like yeah. making money, like what what is it? Like to me, 
I can't even explain it. It's like I would just throw money, just be like, oh, get it away from me mm-hmm. because it's not going to control me. No, a lot of people have let money control them. Wherever the opportunity, where, where, okay, right. they just where, after yeah, they just chasing after. But for me, dollar. I'm like, no, okay, I have this opportunity. Is this going to help me get to where I need to be? Right. No, mm-hmm. no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, Real. I'm good. exactly. And that when you have that dominion over your your life, your money, that's when you start. You are moral. You're more moral, and you're more mm. aligned with your purpose. Mm-hmm. So like, just saying, we don't take. Anybody who just says, oh, let me send you something or mm-hmm. like, hey, I want this ad space on your podcast. Mm-hmm. You don't align with what's good for our souls exactly. and our soulmates. We don't care because we know that it. that God's going to give us another opportunity that's more aligned and more divine. Right. It's just like you and I wouldn't feel good about mm-hmm. doing stuff just for the money if it's going to be something that's not aligned with who we are exactly or the the betterment of our people right yeah. and it, th- it goes to integrity because we integrity. care so much <laughs> about our soul feeling i mean our soul mates y- those of you that yes. tune into us it's thousands of y'all listening and what if we recommend what if we <laughs> recommend them a product we don't we never test it mm-hmm. we don't really like you we think it's bad for you it's, it's not causing you it's not benefiting you and we Say we just market it because they pay us this large amount of money. And it doesn't matter. It, it, it can destroy our brand in the mm-hmm. long run. And it's not about destroying our brand. It can destroy people's lives. Mm-hmm. Right. It can destroy <laughs> trust. And it just wouldn't feel right. And when you are chasing money, and this is in the black community as well. Like, I understand. Like, I understand. It's hard. It mm-hmm. can be hard. But when you are leaning on God and you're leaning on purpose, then... You have to stop living in lack. It's like we always go back to what you say. It's a mindset. We mm-hmm. always talk about living in lack. If you're trying so hard to like get this opportunity, get this opportunity, get this opportunity, you're living in lack. Mm. If, if you feel like you have to take all the brand deals, you feel like you have to take all the free stuff, you're living in lack. Mm. When you're not, when you're living in abundance, you know that. When I say no, that just means something more is on the way. Mm. It's just like, oh, okay. It's even like in dating, like a guy rejects you. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> I know my man is on the way. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? And so even job opportunities, it's like, oh, this just mine must have not been the job for me. Must I know been. more is on the way. And Better so if we get that, if we start thinking that way mm-hmm. and start speaking that way, we're going to attract that abundance. But if we're like, oh, I have to, I'm not going to give to the church because um, I'm trying to keep my money. <laughs> like, right. You know, you can give to whoever you want. It's just like if you're living in lack, hmm. that's going to be what you're attracting. If you're living in abundance, yes. that's what you're going to attract. Just think about it. Whatever you have to chase is running away from you. <laughs> I need to hear that. She know I need to hear that. <laughs> whatever you that's whatever scary. you have to chase is running away. Why do you think you don't got it? Or whenever you get it, it goes so quickly. Trey. Trey, yeah. Tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> like for real. That's think about it. Think of the word choice. Whatever you have to chase is running away from you. So whenever you are full, you're a whole, you're like, nah, come in. Come in. Just you following me. You following me. He just spoke to my whole soul. That's exactly <laughs> what I need to hear this whole time. I need to hear that too. We all need to hear that. I needed that. Shoot. <laughs> I need a constant reminder myself. But yeah, whatever you have to chase is running away from you. Whoa, okay. Thanks, God. I see what you did. We did pray to before this that we God speak through us, right? Yes, so we did. I hope I hope y'all getting this. I hope mm. y'all getting all mm. this. There's like I feel like we should, should we end there or should we Well, there's one thing I wanted to do because okay. like I'm 
I'm more so like I'm all about talking and showing and like helping people, motivating people. But I feel like there's always have to be a solution at the end. Oh, so I don't know if this is the end, but I do want to show people how they can find their purpose, which I yes, think is very important. Let's do it. So in order to find your purpose, you have to find out who you are and whose you are. Right? You're God's people. You are a spirit being. Are you Kobe? You <laughs> Kobe always says that. Kobe says like, now whose you are. It's like, okay, you feeling know your Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to know who you are and whose you are. So yes. if you think about it, not to take long, if you think about no, it, um, yeah. <laughs> every product every product has a manual, right? That manual tells you what that thing can do. An iPhone, right? Mm. That that product that, that manual tells you what that thing can do the warnings and the guarantees if you want to know you if you want to know a little bit about that product and what it can do you go to the manual right mm. now if you want to know why it was fully created its full intentions you have to go to the creator of it so if you want to know the real reason why the iphone was made you have to go and talk to steve jobs steve Jobs, what was in your mind when you created this thing? what would you what was that and steve jobs put what was in his mind into the manual if you bring that to us okay. we have to go to our manual my manual personally is the bible and that's what I do. That's what I go to. I'm dropping keys. Hey, keys! <laughs> hey, yeah. Major key alert. <laughs> uh, but what you have to do is you have to go to the manual to see what your creator was intentionally uh, made you for, right? So what, when you do that, right? Once you do that, you figure some things out. <laughs> you figure some things out in Genesis chapter one. I forgot the verse. I know it says um, God created us in his own image. So with his characteristics. So we are God like to have dominion mm. over the world, uh, dominion over the earth, uh, over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air uh, and subdue the earth. Basically, subdue to means win. Sub have dominion to me means win. So God created me to win. So when when. When you're work, when you're finding out your purpose, when you're figuring out your purpose, first you find out who you are and who's your are. So I know who I am. I know what I'm created to do. Now mm. you have to find out those passions. What is it that I like? What is it that I truly enjoy? What is it that I hate? What brings a certain emotion out of me? Right? Then you find that. You define it. You learn about it. And then what you have to do is you have to find a problem in it that you're passionate about to create a solution for it. And that's how I believe I got started on finding my purpose. I knew there was something greater out there for me. I saw people going to college. I saw people doing this, doing this. And I was like, God, I know you have something more on the earth than just me being here. Dogs mm. are here barking. You mm. don't have to teach them how to bark. Birds are here chirping, flying. Birds don't have to go to a flying school. Fish don't have to go to swimming school. So what am I here for? <laughs> right, they don't have to do that. So, so what am I here for? And God had to take me through Actually, it took time, and it's going to take time for you, too. Mm -hmm. I, I went through about three years of figuring this stuff out and reading and so on and so forth. So I had to ask God, like, God, what do you have me here for? And mm -hmm. he started to show me things. And the way, the reason why the buy-sell theory was created, the uplifting outreach was created through different season of events. But the buy-sell theory was created because I was volunteering at the Boys and Girls Club. I was giving my time. I was whole. I'm whole. Mm -hmm. Now I'm giving of myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't have anything else going on. I just wanted to volunteer. I knew that I was supposed to give back to other people. So I was volunteering my time at the Boys and Girls Club. They asked me to go get lunch. It was in the, you know, it was in the urban area. Um, so I went to this place, nice spot. They had the food that we liked, the music that we liked, bumping, you know, all that stuff like that. And so I walked in, ordered the food. And I just me, I'm the type of person, look, you in the hood, look, I got to meet the owner because you're doing some big things. Tell me why when I met the owner, it was an Asian dude. And this... Our culture. Yeah. Absolutely. This, 
this never happens to me. I got so upset behind this, I had to tell myself, Trey, calm down, Trey, calm down. And then I was like, I was upset beyond measure, mm-hmm. like beyond measure. And I was frustrated and I didn't know why. Mm-hmm. And so I had to look into that. I was like, God, okay, what are you telling me? What are you telling me? And I looked into it and I started to realize, okay, this is a problem that I'm truly passionate about. I love my people. Mm-hmm. I want to see my purpose is to help others find their purpose. Mm-hmm. So I found a problem. Look, there's there's, there's some some going on wrong. Then I found out that the the dollar that stays in the black community is only in there for six hours. So what? So I found the problem. Now I have to use my creativity that God has given me to find a solution or mm-hmm. create a solution. And that's where the program came about. Literally, so... You don't have to have what I tell people. Entrepreneurship is only finding a problem and creating a solution. That's it's it. not. It's not owning a business. It's not having a brick and mortar building. You just have to use your resources that God has given you. The things that are around you. You find a problem in a certain thing or a certain area of work, and then you use your creativity on the inside that God has given you to create a solution. So that's in a bubble. How you find your purpose? You got to know who you are, whose you are. Find that identity in yourself and what you're supposed to do, and then go find some work. To uh, or find a problem to to solve. That's what mm. that's about. True. I've been working, y'all. I've oh, been really? investing in myself. He's been working. He really, been working. really been working. Yeah. yeah, and since I know that we about to end. Hey, look, take y'all time. I know we about to end, <laughs> and I, I just love, I just yeah, love all. Like 12, just we we know we've been knowing Trace. I'm so happy since we were like 13 years old. <laughs> like just to put some numbers out there to yeah. see yeah. how long we've been like in this divine friendship, and like we talking about blackness and living black. We can't talk about. You know, living black without talking about black relationships and you making that step as a black man Mm -hmm. getting Mm -hmm. married and just knowing him from high school and middle school (laughs) and junior high school and just seeing how when he met Logan, how his world like, yo, and not saying I'm giving her. Well, I think that she's give it a credit. Okay, yes, yes. But I think she had she deserves a huge, 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 huge role in like your mindset. Maybe I mean getting business oriented, uh, growing closer to God, all of these things. Like just tell the people in the world how having a good woman, a good the, the soulmate <laughs> in your corner, like and then going back to your scripture, two or more together and this and many successful teachings, uh, every powerful like person that you know, not just Ooh, throwing it about powerful. I'm just so excited. Yes, <laughs> power. Just tell them like the importance of having your divine mate. I think she's your soulmate, your oh, divine yeah. mate. Oh, oh yeah, yes. that's my that's my shouty book. That's my shorter. And she's shorter than me, so it works out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she is. So, I'm trying to see how it starts. So, I, first of all, I was whole. I wasn't looking for anybody. It just mm. genuinely came. And when we met, you know, it was cool. We dated, blah, blah, blah. But after two years, y'all, I don't know if y'all know this. We actually said this on our podcast. After two years, I broke up with her. Mm. I broke up with her because I started to see her as a wife. I started to see her as, you know, this could potentially be it. And I got scared. I was like, wait, hold. <laughs> I'm, I'm 20. Hold on. Was it at the two years? I was I was 22. And I'm like, God, wow. I can't get married at 22. That's, that's a little bit too much. And so I just had to figure out, okay, what is it that I want in a woman? And I was already figuring some of these things out. But I had to figure out where, first, no, first I had to figure out where we were going. And that's why I had to find my purpose. I had to find out. Uh, what I needed to do on this earth, hmm. blah, 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 so on and so forth. And then once I find out where I was going, now I know I had to lead people because I'm I'm walking forward. 
right? Once I'm walking forward, I know how to bring people with me. So I saw her characteristics. Her characteristics, she truly loved. She knew mm. how to love, right? That was the first thing. Another thing, um, she truly cared and she understood that the she understood investing. Right. Mm. Because some some people, they just want to be, you know, this is my boyfriend this is my girlfriend. You know, Mm -hmm. this is we look good together, blah, blah, blah. And that's cool. But it's so on the surface. It's not even deep. Like Mm. you have nothing, nothing on it. We didn't base our relationship off of sex. We didn't base our relationship off of other things. Right. We had a deeper. Our relationship was built on something deeper than just what was on the surface. Mm. So as time went on. And things progress, I start to see her more and more as a wife. Okay, I saw how she took care of kids. I saw what she wanted in kids. Uh, spare the rod, spoil the child. We we gonna be whooping some kids, <laughs> right? So I, I, I started to look beyond what was on the surface of Logan, and I started to see her for the woman who she ooh, truly was, ooh. right? And then I said, because I am this way, I see the direction that I'm going. I'm able to align myself with this woman, so we can head in the both direction. Some people, they don't align themselves and look deeper within the surface. They both going in two different directions. Wow. And I actually said on my video, uh, my video that went viral, shout out to hey. me. Um, I actually Woo. said that, um, dang, I forgot what I said. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> why you got me so early? Yeah. So, oh, I said um, uh, marriage wasn't the destination for us. A lot of people see Damn, as marriage as this is the destination. Ooh. This is where we're trying to get to. Marriage was just a point along the way, hmm. right? So a lot of people, like, to this day, you can ask her. Sometimes we'll be like, babe, we married. Like, <laughs> for real, we for real married. Sometimes we have to remind yeah. ourselves, like, we full-fledged married, right? Because <laughs> marriage was just a step along the way to where we were going together. Wow. And we had to... We had to get married in order to get to this destination. So that was a point. That was something, one of our principles that mm. we said that we needed to do. So mm. That's good. so a lot of guys out there, they like to say, <laughs> just speaking in place of guys. Yeah. Yeah, because you hear this so often, like, why get married and what we got is good, like, between us now. Or like, they say, like, I want to get myself together. Because I know you said you were whole and full. But they were like, I want to get myself, my shit together first. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. Because they, they have a mentality or they what they see, uh, the relationship and the, the way it's going, the way they want it to be, they're mm-hmm. not there yet. Mm-hmm. And so what they want it to be is, all right, shouty, I work. You stay at the house, take care of the kids. I'm going to go work. I'm going to go hustle. That may have worked years ago, mm-hmm. but now that doesn't really work. And that's why a lot of men are like, not shit. Because mm. what I see isn't where I am right now. But mm. what Logan helped me realize is what I see, we can get there together. Ooh. When I'm going to tell you, the first two years of Logan and I relationship, Logan paid for everything. I ain't going to even stunt. Logan paid for us going out to dinner. I, an extra $20 was going to be a blessing for me. If I had mm-hmm. an extra twenty dollars, that would have been a blessing. But because Logan, mm-hmm. I, man, I, honestly, and, and like I said, Angel. that's not going to be the case for everybody. I'm not going to say that. That was just the case for us. Mm-hmm. But right. I realized that Logan, she doesn't place that value on. If you're not paying for my food, then yeah. you ain't it. You know? right, right. So she didn't place that value on. So I was able to connect with her. Some men, they say, "Well, I can't pay for your dinner and mine." So. We, we can't get married because that's where you're trying to go. Right. right. So, and I'm not saying that you don't need to do that. I'm just saying if that's a quality that you see in yourself, then you're going to have to level up to the man that can do that. 
Mm-hmm. So that's that. Um, but to, did I answer your question though? About men, they were, <laughs> oh, yeah. about men, they were basically saying because they're not ready. Yeah, so it's like financially. Exactly. Maybe it's always financially. It's, like, it's financially. I know you want a grand wedding. I know you want all this. But like mm-hmm. sometimes Your wedding men, was beautiful, by the way. Yes, like, your wedding was so I cried like the moment I came in. The, the vows, altar. everything was just amazing. Like the reset. Oh, I just love y'all. Love, 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 love. Now, one thing I will say is, you know, some of the guys that are like, you know, like, uh, you know, I'm just trying to sleep around. I'm just trying to do this. Mm. What I did um, at a young age, I decided to look up to other people for wisdom. Mm. And it's like people that are older than me. And I started to see in the future when I was in the present. So mm. what I always saw is those rappers, actors, all those people. They were sleeping around doing all that stuff at a certain point. But when they got to a certain age, they were like, you know what? I'm going to settle down. I just saw mm. a video of uh, Joel Santana. He just proposed to his wife and they've been mm-hmm. together for a long time mm-hmm. so my mentality was how about i just skip that because wow. all that all that sleeping around i mean it's cool like i, I don't get me wrong i did a little bit of it myself but mm-hmm. all that sleeping around is is like air it's just like mm-hmm. that's gonna pass right? right and i don't believe that we need that we don't need to get anything out of our system it's just back to our foundation like Mm. What is it that you want? <laughs> right. Do you want to have concerns that oh you thinking about this other uh, uh, this other woman while you mm. having sex with your wife? Do you mm. like do you want you got to think about that? Because mm. okay. because that's real. Like my I have a friend. He actually, he actually told me that um, like he wished he he slept around with a lot of women. He uh, played football, went to Miami, you know, all this mm-hmm. to play football in Miami. So he was getting. Yeah. Like all the time. Right. But then when he married his wife, he was like, man, I wish I can go back because I can't, I, I'm sharing all the, all my experience, the sex that I'm giving to my wife. I'm sharing that with all these other women. Mm. I'm not giving her my pureness, my, mm. like all of me. It's me plus all these other soul ties that I have. So mm. what I, in my mind, I just said, look, I'm just skip all that. Because right. it's, I know where it's heading it's anyway. Good Someone how your mind that broke. It's good how your mind broke that down because some guys and they get advice from old cats that tell them get it out your system. You you young, still mm-hmm. get your groove on. Like you like and, and it's and good t- for women to know too because we're now we're in a day and age where like. They're telling us the same thing. Get it mm-hmm. out your system. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, go and, through your whole phase, girl. Right. And the reason why a lot of men have certain philosophies about what is a man is because they get it from their dads and their dads and their dads. But see, the times have changed. Back in the day, um, women didn't work whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Right. So the men would be the ones that work. The women didn't leave because they didn't have. They didn't know where they were going to go. They didn't right. have any type of financial situation. So when a man said, "Make my food, do this, do that." Right. Then the women did it. Now we're in a new day and age. Men, they try, they have that same philosophy of, Ooh. I need a woman that's going to take care of me, clean my clothes, do all this. Women like, I, <laughs> right. I'm cleaning my clothes and I'm making money and I'm doing all this. I'm going to be a house apart. Right. So that's why some of these men are turning, like, you know, no pun intended, but uh, some men are turning a little flamboyant because they... They don't. They they have a certain philosophy about how they should treat women and how should they do how should they should do women. But then when they approach a woman with that philosophy and the woman is on another level, they're like, "Bro, right. you too much for me." Mm. So I got to turn to something else, or I'm a beat. I'm gonna find somebody that's lower than that. Or I'm gonna mm. beat on women, or wow. I'm gonna do certain things like that. Wow, so, I didn't think about that. So you have to think about that. I the mentality that. that changed. So 
all these old heads that saying, bro, like you got to keep your girl in check. Not my my wife got me in check. And I'm <laughs> I'm proud to say it because I know my wife checks me because I know sometimes I need to be checked. I know myself. So whenever mm-hmm. I'm out and about, I'm doing my thing. Trey, calm down, get yourself <laughs> together. And I'm like, okay, really? I need to do that, yeah. right? Because I know that she's accountability partners. Not yeah. even just that. She she sees where we're going. So she's like, no, you ain't about to mess this up. Really? You need to stay on this on this path. So mm-hmm. I listen to that because I need that. Back in the day, you chick like wife, you ain't going with that. Like I do what I want. You you need me. Mm-hmm. Now is we need each other. Type thing. You got it right. So <laughs> you know. I'm glad you said all the extra stuff you said because I need all that. Yeah. Well, Mine thank alone. you. I just want to be a vessel. And you have been a thousand Definitely that. Thank you so much, Trey, for coming on. But what time is it, though? It's after me. It's It's after We good. You look at the time. You look at the time. I was looking. I was looking. I was like, let me make sure I get this to an end, to a close. But no, we good. Okay. What time? It's, it's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. Guys, if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So what the heck is an affirmation? Those of you who have never tuned in, an affirmation is any statement or thought that you are sending out into the universe and essentially using it to transform your life. In the Bible, it states, let the weak say I am strong. Mm -hmm. So even on those days when you're feeling weak, don't affirm that, don't speak that into your life. Instead, speak, I am feeling strong, I am feeling confident, I'm feeling like I'm aligned with my divine purpose. Just speak life into your life and your life will begin to flourish in ways you never imagined, guys. So it's three of us and I'm affirming that it's millions and billions and trillions or just really whoever God wants to be out there tuned in, tuned in. So who wants to go first? I'm just going to keep it real simple because this is how I'm feeling. Mm. I am joyful. Ooh, I love that. I'm going to keep mine. I am living my best life. Mm. Seriously. I'm black. <laughs> Yay! Hey! It's Black History Month, y'all. Turn up for the turn up. Okay. Turn up. So, Trey, please, again, tell them where you could, they could find you. Tell them all the things you're doing, including your podcast with your beautiful wife. Just everything. Um, so, once again, you can find me on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, uh, Uplift and Outreach. Just I'm not going to spell it for you. Um, <laughs> and you can contact me at uh, upliftingoutreach at, at gmail.com. Uh, tune in on YouTube to my wife's and I. Um, it's actually her podcast. She she allowed me to be on it. So, nice. Yeah. But it's called That Kind of Love, T H A T K I N D A L O V E. Um, and that's where we talk about relationship, uh, because we seem to have, you know, a pretty decent relationship. So we want to give what we have to others. So, uh, go to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, like I said, I'm out in the community right now. I'm volunteering at Galena Park High School, the Boys and Girls Club, and a few other places. Um, and I teach my program called, um, the Buy Sell Theory. On top of that, I'm actually, this is the first time I'm telling anybody. So I'm going to be coming out with some, uh, 
some subscription. So basically, you can subscribe to my audios, my videos, uh, just some of the insight that I've been talking about now. Um, you can subscribe to it for a small fee. You can get daily, well, actually, a, a certain amount of audios and videos per month just so you can meditate on and, and hear about some positive things and some things about purpose, passion, entrepreneurship, relationship, all that good stuff. So Ooh, be on the lookout. That's going to be on uh, Uplift and I Reach on my Instagram and on my Facebook. So be on the lookout. We're so proud of you, Trey. So proud of so you. So blessed. I'm proud of y'all. So excited. You already know I'll be talking to you. Yes. Like, he how, loves how us. How can I do this? How can I do that? Hey, look. Ask, wait, what did you say? Asking you'll receive something yeah, like that. Yeah, ask and you shall receive. <laughs> I just want to say I love you all's growth. Like, y'all have really grown so, so much. In, in your work, like in the things that you're doing. I remember, like I said, the video when you started, like you just had a vision and you just just kind of going with it. So, um, and just like the magnitude, the following that y'all have, I really think that y'all are doing a good thing, a big thing, and I, I can't wait to be like y'all one day. So, oh my God, you're here. Yeah. I mean, you hosted Thank the you, whole Trey. podcast. Thank you, and we feel the same way about you. It's so mutual. Yes. And so make sure you follow Trey everywhere. Book him, like, look, get paid for his curriculum yes. this is amazing it's exactly what the black community needs and mm. just if you see an opportunity for any black person or any person or any black person <laughs> you know go ahead and you know initiate that reach out and just let's all connect and be black and beautiful and all that other stuff sure. but anyways follow us on soul filling podcast everywhere we're on spotify soundcloud apple podcast google play and also you can hit us up on instagram facebook and Twitter, we will literally talk to you. Like, we be having full-blown conversations in <laughs> the DMs. Will. And please, just share. <laughs> share if something touched you. Because I know oh, we just dropped a hundred million thousand gems. And so, please just share, share, share. So more people can learn about us. And so more people can be blessed. We love yes. you guys so much. Yes. Until next time, soulmates. Bye. I ain't going to blow no kids, but I <laughs>